Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. And I think when we sat down, LA helped us put into perspective that one of our goals, hands down, is to build a music creator platform. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hi, this is Joseph Ogin. And I'm a product manager. I built platforms used by AOL, Coca-Cola, and National Geographic. I love listening to We Are LA Tech because it's really to really make it easy for us to understand the LA Tech community and really break down how companies and users can utilize this new emerging technologies to build businesses and connect with their communities. You can follow me online at josephhogin.com. That's Joseph Hogin, H-O-L-G-U-I-N.com. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Hey, as I was mentioning in another personal spot, I had a conversation with a podcaster named Danny Miranda, and it, we were talking about morning routines and how rigid morning routines can be and how if I don't do something in my morning routine, then I kind of feel like I failed my day. And so he suggested possibly shifting my mindset rather than a morning routine, thinking about stacking up happy moments. Like instead of making my bed being part of my morning routine, it's like, just throughout the whole day, how can I stack up, you know, things that bring me joy, making my bed, having my mushroom tea, drinking my veggie shake, taking a walk around the block, like just kind of if I'm feeling like ugh, like that ugh energy where your body starts to get heavy and your brain starts to feel like it's spinning out, what are some happy activities, like some joyous activities that I could stack up to shift my state? So instead of it becoming this rigid routine, it just becomes almost this game of like stacking up joyous moments. I really love that shift in perspective. And I think it's something that uh, I already started trying to do. And it's just, it takes the edge off of, you know, starting to like, if you don't work out in the morning, or if I don't work out in the morning, being like, oh man, I missed my morning workout. Everything's like, falling apart but instead if I'm just like oh what are all the joyous moments that I could stack up today it shifts everything anyway enjoy the next episode welcome back to the we are LA tech podcast spotlighting LA tech companies and talent so excited for our next guest coming at us from downtown Los Angeles hi Brian welcome to the show Hi, it's so great to be here. Friday, we're excited. It's sunny in LA, and I'm so happy to be here. 
Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So why don't we get into it? Go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Absolutely. So nice to meet everybody kind of virtually here. Uh, my name is Brian Feminella. I'm the current CEO of SoundMind. We are building an audio and visual music therapy application that helps people who are struggling with mental illness. Uh, a little bit about my background. I joined the military when I was 17. Since then, I've been working as an advocate for both uh, the DOD and to help people who I've noticed on my own personal life struggling, but also is a way of getting into research on the benefits of music and how it helps not only the mind, the body, and the soul. And besides that, I'm just fin- I'm finishing up my time right now at USC and uh, fight on to my Trojans in LA and currently working as an LGBTQ advocate as well in the Los Angeles area. That's awesome. A side personal note that is is like is kicking it off vulnerable is I struggle with um social anxiety. But what I notice is because I struggle with social anxiety, whenever I have to have social interactions, I feel like I create like an extra around it because they're so hard. So I feel like if I was using your technology, it would help me enhance my relationships, enhance doing just normal things that become really stressful because of my social anxieties. Like, how can we use your technology to have a more calm life? (laughs) No, yeah. So of course, so that's something we really focused on. So I want to give a quick shout out to my research team. They have been phenomenal in terms of figuring out how to mitigate certain mental health issues, whether that be struggling with anxiety like yourself, or that be depression or trauma how SoundMind can really be a tool, how it can be a resource. And for you specifically, one thing we're kind of really working on is you can use our sound player. It's like an audio sound player that has different sound bubbles with different genres and also different ambient sounds. And think of it as a dating app. So you're kind of dating your own music therapy here. You can swipe left on any sound bubbles you don't like and right on any sound bubbles you do to indicate that way that we can see what you're liking and disliking. So during times of high anxiety, when you hit the play button with one simple click, your most favorite soundscape will play in the background to help you to calm you down. We also have visuals as well. So our 3D visual therapy comes from our background in working in artificial intelligence and also in medical virtual reality in downtown LA. A few of us, myself and my colleague, Lucy Schaefer, we worked together at ICT on a project that had that in touch. And we came together to figure out how to also put visual therapy on SoundMind as well. So you'll be able to have certain visuals to help you as well in kind of an anxiety or high stressful state. And then overall, by using our application, you also can pick certain 3D characters to kind of take you on your journey. So overall, creating that positive experience, but also a way to calm you down and let you know that we're here for you. That's so cool. It's interesting because I think all of us, well, I shouldn't assume all of us, a lot of people have something that is a challenging mentally, not everybody, but a lot of people, and we usually keep it pretty private. And it's it's funny because there's this disconnect between who I b- believe I am, like who I am, like my identity, and then this like social anxiety. It's like, it's not that I am... I like, I don't want to be a socially anxious person. I don't want to be rude to the guy that knocks on my door or something. So it's like all of a sudden, even if I'm a nice person, I don't seem like I'm nice, but it's actually not me not being nice. It's like, I'm frightened. I'm like anxious. I like, and so to have, you know, sound mind be a part of 
living a life of ease and wellness and like kind of like being a companion day to day, I think it's really important, really cool so that everybody can, or at least I'm not going to speak for everybody, me, so that I could be more myself, you know, like that I could really optimize being me. I don't want to speak for other people, but in my own journey of mental well-being, like it's a shame those moments where I come off in a way that I I don't even want to be because I'm struggling with social anxiety. And you, I'm a podcaster. You would never know. (laughs) I think that's something that, you know, I kind of want to tell you to never be ashamed. I think that one thing we really focus on here as a team is it's not about being ashamed of those moments. It's about how we can help you turn those negative associated moments into positive associations. So our goal with music, right, is to figure out Say yourself after a podcast, you're like, whoo, I am just super anxious right now. And we want you to be able to use SoundMind and be like, hey, listen, um, you know, use your soundscapes, play with some visuals, track your mood, put some feelings in there. Let us know how you're doing. Let the system know how you're doing. That way, the more you feel that anxiousness, the more you can relate it now to SoundMind and certain sounds that can kind of take over your mind's idea of like, wow, I feel anxious. Wow, I feel a little bit tense right now. And just have it be a little bit easier through different kind of sound correlations. That's so cool. What is your vision for the future of the company? Like, where are you today? And where would you like to go? Uh, I absolutely love this question right now. So good timing. SoundMind is launching on the App Store November 6th. So just in a few short weeks, we'll be out there and we'll be live. It's our first version of the app. So we wanted to have it where we can give access to all users. And right now we're going to be launching free because our big goal is to really work on helping people that need access to mental health resources. I think it'd be a remi- I'd be remiss to not talk about how we're still in a global pandemic. And just because it might seem like the things are getting a little bit better, we don't realize that the first responders and those on the front lines or even just everyday people who have been isolated are about to enter into the second pandemic is what we call it, which is the mental health pandemic. And we want to make availability to our resources. And, and because of that, you know, we're launching free for the first couple of months. And my vision of the company is once we get, once we launch for the first few months free, once we're able to get in there and see and really understand the users, how we can add some features, how we can tweak some features, how we can really help individuals from across all different facets, then we're going to launch with our B2B model. So my vision is to get SoundMind into all these different school districts in these universities in the Department of Defense, because I really want to help out, you know, my brothers and sisters in uniform, but also want to help out other communities that I'm involved in, such as the LGBTQ community. And my co-founder is very and a large advocate in education and the AAPI community. So him and I together go hand in hand, like two peas in a pot, I like to say. So our vision of SoundMind, really, so shout out Travis, uh, a vision of SoundMind for us too, is really, we want to bring this entire corporation and this company into the hands of millions of people worldwide and have these companies offer it to these individuals as another resource. And a lot of times people say to me, like, well, how does your vision not clash with comms? I said, you know what? Let me tell you why. Because meditation and music therapy are not mutually exclusive. They're, we're both here. We're both here as a resource. We're both here to help you. It's just different facets of that help. What is the right ability to help you is that music is that meditation we're here for both just let us know what you need and if it's sound mind we're here to bring you on to your journey and welcome into you welcome you into our family so i think my big vision kind of relates back to the simplicity of growing into different companies getting into telemental health getting into health insurance eventually but really getting into strengthening our partnership with these nonprofits we're currently working with and then bringing that full circle 
and bringing that full circle to where all people have access to SoundMind. And there also will be, of course, a B2C uh, model for consumers to pay for the app as well on a subscription basis. But we're really focusing on that enterprise focus because that's a way for SoundMind to really help users get it without having to pay for it and having the companies that are now saying, oh, we're now taking mental health more seriously. Look what the pandemic did. Okay, well, we're going to, at SoundMind, we're going to force you to put some truth to that word. We're going to be like, okay, so here's other resources. Here's some unique aspects of how you can use sound, both audially and visually. Do you want to be involved in this process? And seeing how many companies are receptive now to mental health solutions is going to be so big and so incredible. And before we've even launched, we've had our beta version, we've had a few other users, and we've really noticed the amount of companies that want to get involved. Because not only are we trying to be an app, we're trying to be a movement that advocates for mental health policy, that advocates for community, that advocates for overall acceptance. So that you told me before, hey, I kind of feel a little bit, you know, down on myself. Absolutely not. We want you to know that like, regardless if SoundMind is the end all be all for you, we're a community of people who are going to empower that change. Recently, we started doing that already. SoundMind took part in the Free Your Me campaign, which is an incredible advocacy campaign done by NAMI West Los Angeles, the National Alliance of Mental Illness, that kind of came together with Jennifer Crawley, who's an incredible photographer, to film activists, influencers, corporation founders, mental health leaders who were wanted to scream on camera and kind of really get their voice and their, I guess you could say, inherent fears and stress out. And that campaign has been released publicly on social media since last Sunday. And I even took place in it. You can see it on my Instagram. But one thing I bring that up is because we not only teamed up with them, but we also teamed up with their executive director of NAMI, Aaron Ryan, to advocate for certain mental health education bills. One that recently just got passed last week because of the power behind mental health, the power of movement. And SoundMind's here for policy. SoundMind's here for our application, our technology, music therapy. We're here to educate, but we're also here to inspire. I love it. You know, it reminds me of, I don't use it that often because I I don't like to hold technology on me that often, but the Apple Watch, as you know, as I imagine, you know, has um, that breathe feature. I was surprised that it, it has the visual of the spikes going up and down with my breath. And it's really helpful. I just, if I wore it all the time, I would, but that would drive me mental to get pings and dings and every all day long. <laughs> and I think a lot of people don't know when they think about meditation, they they forget that there's also sound baths. There's all these great wellness therapies through music and through visuals. There may be meditative practices, but they're not meditate. It's not calm or headspace. It's a totally different art form. I agree. I, I think that one thing that we did, and a little bit about my background, I, I'm a big policy advocate. So I'm currently finishing up my studies in policy at USC and also, you know, working a lot on how we can bring together, you know, not only this understanding that, oh, it's meditation or it's nothing. Like, that's not true. And you shouldn't think like that. There's breathing. Uh, there's music therapy. <laughs> uh, there's so many different facets. And when I, when I talk about music therapy, it took us a while. We, we spent, so to share a personal note, I, I had a few personal struggles myself at mental health. Um, and also, uh, my, one of my close friends in the military had some struggles with PTS and it inspired me to start doing research before I even started SoundMind outside of my work at USC that really kind of took into play. Okay. 
We have post-traumatic stress. We have trauma. We have severe anxiety. Let's start there. All right. So how do we take that and how do we find what's tangible, what works? And we did a study on that. I did it with Dr. Scott Spencer of USC's Thornton School of Music, who is an absolute gem. And he worked with me a lot on what the answer would be. And he's a doctor about the musicology. Music came out on top. Now, whether that's his own bias, I'm kidding. You know, for us, music was a way that we saw not only positively impact the brain, but positively impact the soul. And when testing that, you know, we were able to see users, this is before COVID, this is in 2018, 2019, just play with our sounds, just play with certain sounds. Like we, Dr. Spencer and I would honestly take certain like ambient sounds, certain musical genres, put them together, combine them. And when doing that, we would be like, oh, like, does that work? Does that not work? Okay, that stressed you out. Let's stop doing that. And because of that, we were able to kind of come in and then figure out a best way to do a procedure. Then we did an international, sorry, institutional review board, IRB review, and then got the research all the way up from doing studies on soundscapes to doing studies on therapy that led all the way up to our speaking at the National Undergraduate Research Conference at Harvard. And so it kind of was a whole full circle journey. I'm not sure if it was the the fungi movie on Netflix. I, I can't think of what it's called. The Fantastic World of Fungi or something. It's like a document. I don't know if it was that one. I feel that it was, though, where they they use sound to heal someone of something. Like it was it was crazy. And it's almost sound that's inaudible. Or, I don't remember. I just remember the visual. I don't know if it was that movie or another movie, but... Yeah, apparently sound has really profound healing effects. Right now, meditation is like the cool kid on the block. So we got to get sound healing to be the cool kid on the block too. Yeah, I, I think in order to do that, it takes a little bit. So we're working on it. Like I said, it, it's not just about creating an app. It's creating a movement. It's educating. I feel like a partnership with a headphone company, right? Oh, well, speaking of that, I'd like to tell you that we have officially partnered with Zound Industries who is a headphone organization that works with Urban Ears, that works with Marshall Headphones, and that also works with Adidas. And they've worked with us on providing us all different Bluetooth headphones of different varieties from over-the-ear headphones to wireless earbuds to allow our beta testers, who are, by the way, COVID-19 first responders, nurses and doctors and military personnel on the front lines. So I want to shout out our first line, frontline heroes right now and thank them for all they do. Our actual headphones that we use for our studies and our research have been from Zound. So we have partnered with these organizations. We have seen the power. You know, when you think about binaural audio, my director of neuro, her name is Lucy Schaefer. She loves to talk about the auditory phenomena of binaural beats and how they're able to have different frequencies in your ear that help to elicit and kind of bring out certain calming effects. And that's her baby. She's done multiple studies with this and we've been able to figure out how we can use sound mind in that perspective. So in our visual therapy, to kind of talk about sound mind a little bit more, we have a way for users when they go into the visuals, they'll be able to select their mood. Are you uneasy? Are you stressed? Are you just so pissed you wanna smack the wall? Whatever your mood is, there's gonna be different selections for you. You select the mood you're feeling and we provide visuals based on our research, what we think is the best visual to assist you in your kind of overall need to calm down or need to de-stress or need to relax. And with those visuals, the sound that plays is not our soundscapes. It's actually our unique and customized binaural beats audio. 
And we have users with a pop-up screen that says, please put on headphones because that's how you make the most effective usage of it. Because there's different frequencies within your ear that you can hear with these headphones. And it produces that calming experience because people say to us, right? Like, you know, you saw Palmer Lucky with Oculus. That was a huge innovation for VR, right? You said, oh, wow, VR is the up and coming thing. Then we have medical virtual reality. Okay, but how do you take a mobile solution? How do you bring that VR experience, or at least the most you can, into a mobile app? And that's our goal here with the visuals, to make the user feel like they're in another world, to make them feel like they're engaged when they're really just maybe standing on the street or they're just sitting at a coffee shop. Make them feel like they're not there because making the art of perception mixed with sound therapy and sound healing is so beneficial to an individual's overall healing and health and overall growth as a mental health, mind, body, overall kind of, you know, understanding. It's so powerful. Oh my gosh, so cool. Let's get into LA and how LA has been supportive in growing SoundMind. I know you're at Launch House. Tell us what Launch House is. Why is Launch House LA just a go-to resource and what other resources come to mind in addition to Launch House? Sure, so let me shout out LA for a bunch of reasons really quick. So LA, when I went out there, um, still trying to figure out, you know, me as a person. And when I really got accepted into the LA, you know, LGBTQ community, it was incredible. It, it made me feel like I could be who I was. And being a founder as an LGBTQ founder is difficult. And the support that we've gotten from USC, from our advisors, from the tech community in LA has been instrumental to us. And Travis Chen is my co-founder. Him and I both would not be where we are today without LA's powerful movement. So back to what you talked about with Launch House. Launch House was something that I didn't even know was a thing. I was in New York. The pandemic was roaring. And when it kind of came to an end, I, I don't like to use the word end. I like to use the word, it slowed down for a couple of periods of time. And when it did, I found out about Launch House. And I was like, what is this? So I applied and I got on the interview with their CEO, Jacob Peters, who's now a very good friend of mine. He's a sweetheart. He interviewed me and it was, he, was, he was super intense. He's like, okay, well, why, 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 why? He's like, what are you gonna do here? How are you doing this? What are you doing this? Because Jacob's overall mission is to make sure people join Launch House who are gonna bring high value add, who are gonna get something out of it and who are going to bring change to the LA community. Brett Goldstein is one of the other co-founders, also a good friend of mine. Brett's ex-Google. He definitely has the personality of being ex-Google. And he, when he came to LA, he talked a lot about you know, how LA is the next Silicon Valley, how LA is the next New York, how LA is going to change tech. And he has not stopped. He's brought in Justin Kahn, the CEO, and uh, sorry, the co-founder of Twitch. He's brought in Andrew Chen, who works at A16Z, Andreessen Horowitz, he's brought in influencers. He's brought in Bloomberg Beta. He's not only been a founder of Launch House, but he's been a powerful change advocate for the LA tech community. And along with Jacob and Michael, the three of them come together and they built Launch House LA. And when, when we joined, I flew all the way out from New York to LA because I was in New York with my family for the pandemic. And when I got there, it was uh, Cardi B's old house and... Super kind of cool. I got famous on TikTok for making a TikTok about it. And Launch House not only got us media exposure, but they got us investors to help us with our pre-seed round for SoundMind. They connected us with entrepreneurs who can help us and inspire us. But the most important thing I want to leave with you about Launch House is this. 
people are always going to be like, they are just a party house or they just don't understand. And the truth is, is we're founders. We are only going to get as much as we put in. And the people that grinded, the people that sat there, the people that networked, the people that used Jacob and Brett as the resource, like myself, were able to build fruitful and engaging experiences and relationships with them for a long time. Again, you're the founder. You don't have a boss. You don't have a parent anymore. So it's your own prerogative. And when people say, oh, well, Launch House in LA, it's not LA tech scene. It's an LA party house. That's not true. But if you're a founder and you slip through the cracks and you just party all the time, why is that Launch House's responsibility, right? It's like, no, we're founders. LA is growing. It's time to actually take responsibility and to grow. And that's what Brett and Jacob have fostered. So at Launch House for me and Salmime, we've got to get some LGBTQ investors on our cap table, which was a huge thing for us. We got to not only meet with incredible influencers who are helping us market our campaign and our product, and we also got to meet incredible individuals as well. I want to also mention one USC organization that works with entrepreneurs and really helps foster the overall community. So they're called Troy Labs. They're one of the most incredibly diverse tech entrepreneurial organizations that are out there. And USC is a leading institution. And Troy Labs is currently run by Shub Gar. He is an incredible mentor of Salmai and also a leader in the USC community. And they've come together, they bring in companies and they say, hey, you're gonna be one of three companies we're focusing on this semester. We're taking a chance on you. They took a chance on Salmine and Salmine has grown to be one of the top startups out of USC in the last few years. And we've had that support because of not only the Launch House community, the USC entrepreneurial community, specifically Troy Labs, but also fostering and garnishing that support we've given, been given from the tech scene in LA. I've gotten to get coffee with VC founders. I've gotten to get coffee with managers of major singers and incredible recording artists, record label people, because we do music. So I think when you're running a music therapy company, it's really important to recognize that. Are you going to break into the creator space? Are you going to talk to you know, Billie Eilish's manager one day? Or what's your goals? And I think when we sat down, LA helped us put into perspective that one of our goals, hands down, is to build a music creator platform. And that's going to allow creators to put their soundscapes or their instrumentals, not their singing. And that's a really unique thing too. A lot of people say, oh, so-and-so is a great singer. Yeah, but they're probably also very musically inclined as well. So any artists that have instrumentals, that don't have singing, or that just have certain you know, calming pieces or pieces that we can work with, we wanna have those artists, those musicians, put their soundscapes in our app, call it the, let's just say, the Demi Lovato soundscape or so-and-so soundscape. Why? Because that way we're bringing a conversation around the LA power of music, but also the international conversation around when artists that people love are putting their own artwork and their unique talents, which probably aren't on Spotify because it's instrumentals, into our piece that, w- that we work with the artist to manipulate, to manipulate to create that soundscape. And that's where, you know, full circle, it goes from Launch House to USC, like Fight On to My Trojans and the Entrepreneurial Board at USC, to also fostering a community of music creators. Travis and I have been able to speak with people 
who are managers of some of the biggest talent out there right now. And we're like, wow, this is not happening. And it's because people love the movement of using music, but for social impact. I just really appreciate founders that create. There's a saying that founders, uh, you know, create in order to make a tremendous difference in the world. I don't know if that's so true these days. I feel like a lot of times, who knows why most people are creating. And I love that you're creating to truly make a tremendous difference in the world. I mean, that was the whole intent of technology and the blow up of being a founder uh, back in the day. And so talk to me a little bit about who has been an LA tech person or company you've come across. I know you've talked a lot about USC. We talked about LaunchHouse. But is there a particular person or company you've come across based in LA who's really impressed you in LA tech? He comes from USC. I am sorry. His name is Max Gomez. Max is the CEO and co-founder of Breathwork. Breathwork is the number one breathing app that empowers people through breathing. And I have to tell you, when I first heard about Max, he was finishing up USC in neuroscience. And everyone's like, you got to talk to Max, Max, Max. And I'm like, who's Max? And when I got on the phone with him for the first time, not only was he so humble, he was so inspiring. And I didn't know he went to USC at first. But when I heard about Breathwork and I heard about the movement behind what they're doing, Max changed a whole idea of mine. And I'm going to tell you what that was. I'm about to be a second lieutenant in the military. I will continue to serve as my time as a co-founder in, in Sound Mind Forever. But I will tell you that my dreams and aspirations were politics, were policy. And I'm not saying that they're not. So maybe I'll have a future run for office one day. I don't know. But... Right now, that's put on hold for a long time because Max showed me that there's a powerful movement behind mental health and that an idea like SoundMind, when I first talked to him three years, whatever, how, no, probably like a year and a half ago, when I first talked to him when it was just not a product yet and barely even a beta, he was like, no, this can be your full-time job. This could be a movement. Don't give up. And he's so busy. He is an incredibly inspiring founder, but he makes time for me. And he's so dedicated to helping people through his own personal experiences through breathing. And I see that a lot in myself because not only are we connected through our Trojan blood, <laughs> but we're also connected because him and I both have experiences with the health tech industry in our own personal lives. Mine being from my own struggles, being in my own communities of mental health you know, struggles, and also seeing some close friends both in the LGBTQ community and the military that have struggled with post-traumatic stress, trauma, feelings of rejection. Like there are 84% of LGBTQ youth that experience harassment, rejection, or abuse in school and at a young age. We're at 35-ish percent of adults who feel isolated and alone just in the LGBTQ community. So those stats motivated me and Max inspired me to do more research, to, to make Sound Mind a real official company and business. And he is an incredible founder still in the LA community. I think they're based in Venice, California, and he is just phenomenal. Him and his team, I not only give them the utmost shout out, but I want them to know that they are doing a movement that is so powerful because like music therapy, breathing is another asset that is completely different from meditation. And both him and I, I like to think are innovators changing the way that not only the LA community sees mental health, but the world. And a couple questions about LA. If somebody were to land in LA today and want to get immersed into the LA tech community, what would you recommend that they do? 
Tough question there. I, I think the number one thing they need to do, get on Twitter. I was an anti-Twitter person for the... Anti-Twitter. I was anti-Twitter. Being in LA, getting on Twitter, tweeting, hey, LA founders just landed. What's up? People will comment. People will bring you in and people will drive that innovation. So two places I recommend checking out. There's a few houses around the LA area, like Launch House, where people are coming together and they're growing and they're meeting and they're getting coffee. So definitely check out Launch House, obviously shoot the team an invite or an email and see if that you can come to one of their events because they have public events every week. And also check out other places like coffee shops, get meetings with people, DM on Twitter, and really to not only break in, host forums, host events, host a little thing, like a little get together. People will come. People want to empower each other. We've been away from each other for 20 months on a screen. It's time to empower again and empower through person-to-person contact. Vaccinated, of course, but person-to-person contact. And some great hashtags on Twitter for LA are a hashtag Long LA, hashtag Tech LA, hashtag Silicon Beach. I feel like Long LA is really the one of the year. I feel like Twitter has made a renaissance. It seems everyone's coming to Twitter now, but uh, Brian's right. For LA Tech, in 2021, at least, like that is where like the community is really thriving in LA. So definitely check that out. We also post a lot of events um, when they're in person on the We Are LA Tech calendar. But with the pandemic, it's still murky out there. So I agree with you, like Twitter is where it's at. What is a hike or activity you would recommend everybody do? So everyone's probably going to raise their eyebrows when they get to this part of the podcast. But I skydive. So I recommend that you go skydiving. If you want a place, let me know. There's a few I have recommendations of, but I think going skydiving over the LA city is unbeatable. And I think it's something that as founders, you're crazy. You started a company. You did it by yourself. So jump out of a plane because it's the same thing. I agree. I love skydiving. And what restaurant do you recommend we check out? Let me give you a coffee shop. So in Beverly Hills, there's a coffee shop called Shalma. I probably said that wrong because I don't have the perfect accent, but it's C-H-A-M-O-U-N-T. And it's an incredible coffee place where you can get some fresh bakery goods and also some incredible coffee. I get the chai tea latte there every time. It's just incredible. For actual restaurant. I recommend that you know you check out if you like steakhouse, go to Boa. Boa Steakhouse is great; it's really good. But also recommend going to uh, Ovu. It's this Italian restaurant that me and a few co-founders have gone to. It's incredible. And where's Ovu located? I believe it's by Santa Monica. I had to. I had. I'd have to double check. No, it's okay. That's okay. And speaking of areas in LA, you chose to be based in downtown LA. What are the advantages of being in downtown LA? Culture. There's so much vibrance and community and nonprofits and groups that are all here to help you um, and, and really be advocates for what you're doing. And being downtown, you're really in it. You see everything. You see the most incredible you know, instances that we're able to kind of put together. And, you know, speaking of downtown LA, I know we just talked about Yovu, which is where we're going to, which is a great restaurant. It's actually on Mid Wilshire in Santa Monica. So in both places, you definitely got to check out. It's an incredible restaurant 
and uh, check out eat at uovo.la and you can get more information on that place. I go there with my co-founders and other founders all the time. What has been a piece of advice that you've gotten that has really helped propel you in your work journey? The biggest piece of advice that anybody has ever given me was hold fast. There's going to be ups and downs. You're going to hold multiple hats and people are going to doubt you. They're going to not understand you. They're going to resent you. They're also going to be jealous and they're also going to not understand how to support you. And because of that, you know, it's really important to know that you are strong and hold on because throughout your entrepreneurial journey, there'll be so many ups and downs, but cherish the small wins. My co-founder and I have had to take a long time to understand this. Cherishing those small victories, whether it be a good week, a good day, a good email, that's what gets you through it. What is your favorite uh, tool? It could be a mobile app, website. What is your go-to? And it doesn't have to be LA-based. My favorite tool probably is DocSend. It's amazing. You're able to go in there, put your pitch deck on there, your executive summary, whatever. But the best part is when you email someone and you're an investor and you're like, hey, could you please check out our company? They're like, sure, I'll check it out. You can see if they open it, when they open it, for how long and how long they're on each page. So that way, if you email them back and you're like, oh, hey, did you check it out? This happened to me once. And someone was like, yeah, looks great. So I emailed them back and I was like, hey, really confused on what you looked at because you didn't open it. They wrote this whole email about how they love what we're doing, how they love all these things that they made up. And um, which we don't do any of those things. And I said, you know, that's really interesting. Like, can I ask you where you got this information from? And they're like, oh, like your pitch deck. And I said, that's really interesting because you didn't open it. And they responded like, oh, we must have had the wrong pitch deck, blah, 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 blah. But like DocuSend comes in so clutch. It is the best source for any founder because you can see interest levels without even them telling you your interest level because you see how long they're on it and they're looking at it. How can people connect with you, Brian? So if people want to learn more about SoundMind, they can visit us at www.soundmind.app. And all of our social medias are at app from our Twitter to our Instagram to our TikTok, which we're working on. <laughs> and then for me, my social medias on Twitter and on Instagram are my name, at Brian Feminella. And my TikTok is at Brian underscore Feminella because my other account got deleted. So those are where you can follow me and, and you know join me on my journey, not only in advocacy, but in social impact. And I'd be glad to connect with anybody because not only am I an LA founder, I'm also someone that believes in the missions behind social impact. Awesome. Brian, thank you so much for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast. Any last thoughts before we wrap up? Yeah, I like to leave everybody with my famous comment. So first of all, get ready to check out SoundMind on November 6th. Get ready to look out for the App Store. And two, my famous thing that I tell everybody is today, not someday. You know, today you could change the world. Don't say to yourself someday. Do what you want to do. Change what you want to change and speak up about what you want to speak up about today. Thank you all very much. Awesome. To connect and collaborate with so many wonderful people in the LA Tech community, remember to go to wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Say hello on social at wearelatech on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, hear you guys, all the things in the next episode. Bye. Bye, guys. 
Hey everybody, this is Brian Feminella, CEO of SoundMind here, where you can find music therapy at your fingertips right here, right now. Currently based in downtown Los Angeles, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.